Hey, 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 and welcome to the new show right here on Active FM. Radio has never been better. I'm your girl Cynthia, but you know you can call me Gix, and I'm here to give you the lowdown on what is happening in the world around you from general news and beyond. And this week we're going to be speaking about a new law that is looking to be put in place in Hong Kong. And this specific law that is going to be put in place has brought up a lot of fear within the people of the country and all of these things. But that's what we're going to be speaking about. And we're going to go through seven of the most asked questions with the whole law that is going to be put in place. Now, if you look, China's plan to introduce a new security law in Hong Kong has promoted mixed reactions from scientists there. Some fear that such a law could lead to government interference in research, restrict participation in international collaborations and increase self-censorship, whereas others are confident that research will be unaffected. So it's not only the research department, but those are one of the people that don't really know how they feel about the new law that China could be introducing into Hong Kong because of how it'll affect them. So basically what's happening is that on what happened was on the 28th of May, China's parliament approved plans to bypass Hong Kong's local legislature to enact a national security law in the city that will criminalize subversion, secession, foreign interference and terrorism. The new law hasn't yet been drafted, but could come into effect in the next month, according to Chinese state media. So that is what we're going to be speaking about. We're going to go through seven questions that have been asked with regards to this whole law that will be put in place. And they basically don't know. So the deep detail of the law is not out yet. But based on what Chinese state media says is that it might be implemented next month, basically. So that's what we're going to be speaking about. It's going to be quite an interesting show. And if you're living in Hong Kong and you're listening to this, this could also give you some more insights on the whole law that is going to be put in place. So if you just want to know what's happening in the world around you, like me, then this also will be quite an insightful show. Like I said, I'm your girl Cynthia, but you can call me Gix. And this is the new show right here on XFM Radio has never been better. Your number one hit station in town. For the love of music. I remember this. said China wants to implement a new security law in Hong Kong and the security legislation follows a year marked by massive street protests. Now if you remember around this time last year is when the crazy protests start happening in Hong Kong and stuff like that and they started in June like I said last year when Hong Kong's government proposed a law that would have legalized the extradition of people from the city to mainland China to stand trial or serve criminal sentences. Uh, The bill was later withdrawn 
but protests continued, among them violent clashes between students and police on several university campuses. Smaller street protests still happen regularly, and government officials have said the aim of the new security law is to stop them. So... Even now, protests are still happening. If you've been keeping up with the news and stuff like that, you actually see that there are still some protests that have been happening. And this new law is basically put so that they can stop these protests in China. I mean, there's already speculations about the fact that one of the reasons that the virus COVID-19 was actually brought out because of these protests, to actually stop these protests, now security law is being put or the specific security law that's being put in place is also to stop them how bad will it be that is a question to ask but now we're going to go through seven questions or frequently asked questions about the specific situation and the seven questions are not in any particular order is what is the proposed law so what is the law does beijing have authority to impose the law Why is the law contentious? Will the law be implemented? What does the law cover? What does this mean for business? And again, can Beijing actually decide a security law for Hong Kong? And why now? Basically, so those are the seven questions. And number two and number seven are basically the same. But yeah, we're just going to go through them. And you can let me know later on what your thoughts are. Do you think that it's good for Hong Kong that this specific law is going to be put in place or don't you uh, do you have some worry if you live in Hong Kong and you're listening to the show what is your worry about this whole thing even if you don't live in Hong Kong and you're right here in South Africa but you're listening to the show and stuff like that and you have your own concerns about it let me know as well so now the first question is can Beijing actually decide a security law for Hong Kong and why now And the answer is yes. Beijing can use the Hong Kong basic law and the Chinese constitution as a legal basis. According to the latter, the Hong Kong special administrative region is a part of China. Article 18 of the basic law states that China national laws are also applicable in Hong Kong when they are included in Annex 3 of the basic law. The inclusion and removal of such national laws is decided by NPC Standing Committee in consultation with the Hong Kong government. As the letter is handpicked by Beijing, resistance from this side is not to be expected. On the very day of the vote, the Hong Kong government welcomed the NPC decision and pledged its cooperation. So according to that, Beijing can actually decide because that is the law. Hong Kong falls part of China when it comes to national laws. So now what is the proposed law? China's legislature has issued a draft decision under which it will write a new national security law for Hong Kong that would prohibit splitism, subversion, terrorism, and any behavior that gravely threatens national security and foreign interference. These terms have not been defined, but the proposed law would probably be similar to China's national security legislation that was basically said by Johannes Chen, a former law student dean at the University of Hong Kong. Now, China's national security law basically covers whatever Beijing wants it to cover. The last thing we want is for mainland China's criminal law to apply to 
Hong Kong. So basically what they see falls under splitism, uh, subversion, terrorism, or whatever they feel threatens the national security and foreign interference, they'll basically use the law to imprison the people who they feel threatened by. And now the second question is, does Beijing have the authority to impose the law? Like I said, we, we asked earlier. And the answer is when the UK handed Hong Kong over to China in 1997, Beijing introduced a framework known as One Country, Two Systems. That granted the Asian financial hub a high degree of autonomy for 50 years. According to Hong Kong's mini constitution, the basic law, the territory is required to implement its own national security law to replace colonial legislation that was revoked during the handover. Tang Chihua, Hong Kong's first chief executive, tried to pass this legislation in 2003 but withdrew it after it triggered mass protest. His three successors never attempted to reintroduce similar laws despite warnings from Beijing that Hong Kong was obliged to do so. Now, Beijing said it would not wait any longer for Hong Kong to introduce its own national security law, leading to its announcement on the 28th of May. Beijing's proposals violate the basic law which states that Hong Kong shall enact anti-subversion laws on its own according to the Hong Kong Bar Association, adding that there are a number of worrying and problematic features about the proposed law. The reason I chose these two is because they kind of contradict each other. The first question was answered with a yes, Beijing can decide a national security law and the second question was answered with uh, not really because of the one country, two systems and you, uh, Beijing has to basically accept the whole thing. And in the first one, they basically say that they did. But at the end of the day, Beijing does have the authority to impose the law in Hong Kong and Hong Kong will just have to deal with it, basically. The next question is, why is the law contentious? Those were the words of Anthony Dapiran, a lawyer who has written two books on Hong Kong's protest culture. He basically says that it is a nuclear option. He says that Beijing's ultimate power to impose whatever it wants on Hong Kong outside and above Hong Kong's constitutional, political and legal structure is a nuclear option. Hong Kong's rule of law, which includes the independent judiciary, is one of the crucial factors that distinguishes it from mainland China. But the draft law instructs the territory's judiciary to effectively prevent, stop and punish acts endangering national security. This suggests Hong Kong's judges will be instructed by the Chinese Communist Party to act in certain ways, undermining the city's rule of law. While China's state security agencies have long operated undercover in Hong Kong, the proposed bill allows China's secret police to have a formal presence in the territory. Legal scholars say that this also violates basic law. So what they're basically saying here is that it's not a good idea. Basically, the rights that the Hong Kong government has over Hong Kong will basically be taken away from them and the Chinese Communist Party will basically take over. So whatever they feel threatens them in terms of national security and stuff like that, they can actually take action within Hong Kong and all of these things because that's what the law allows them to do. Now the next question is when will the law be implemented? 
China's legislature, known as the National People's Congress, is expected to vote on and pass the draft decision. The NPC committee will then draft and adopt the full text of the law, which may be passed as soon as June, but more likely in August. The Hong Kong government will publish the legislation in a government gazette, which may only take one or two days before it becomes law in the territory. The whole thing will probably be conducted behind closed doors and by the time they see it, it will have already been adopted. And this is coming from uh, someone within the Hong Kong government. So they're basically saying that by the time that they see it, it will already be within the country. The next question is, what does the law cover? Much remains unknown about the law. Like I said earlier, they haven't actually given out the full details of the law, including the definitions of splitism, subversion, terrorism, and foreign interference. So they've just mentioned those subheadings, but they haven't mentioned exactly what it means or what acts fall under splitism, subversion, terrorism, and foreign interference. The scope of China's national uh, security law extends beyond ordinary criminal activities to cover finance, business, and the internet. It is also unclear if the law will apply retroactively, whether Hong Kong courts or mainland China courts will administer the law, and how China's secret police will operate in Hong Kong. Evelyn Chu Wing, a legal scholar, basically said that from Beijing's point of view, these uncertainties may be a feature rather than a bug. Fuzzy legal boundaries will compel more people to engage in self-censorship. And then lastly, what does it mean for business? The Chinese and Hong Kong governments have tried to reassure the local and international business community that the legislation will create a more law-based, reliable and stable business environment for foreign investors. The law may be particularly welcomed by some mainland Chinese investors and Chinese state-owned enterprises who hope that it will enable the authorities to end anti-government protests in the territory. But the proposed law has stoked fears among some businesses in Hong Kong. The American Chamber of Commerce in Hong Kong said the law may jeopardize future prospects for international businesses if it undermines Hong Kong's rule of law. Beyond the business uh, community, the law might have implications for uh, academics, non-government organization and news organizations and that's basically what they they believe so there is a lot of worry behind the the new national security law that will be imposed in hong kong and a lot of the uncertainty comes in the fact that they haven't put a detail out on what exactly it means or what falls under which category and what they can and cannot do and the fact that Hong Kong will basically lose a bit of its rights when it comes to national security and all of these things. And we all know, I mean, this is a personal thought for me, that we cannot really trust the Chinese Communist Party because of the things that they've done before, because of how they deal with whistleblowers and all of these things. So this specific law, if it brings fear or if it brings discomfort to the people within the country that means there is a problem if the government itself is not too sure on what is happening that means there is a problem i mean the scientists are worried about the fact that 
there'll be interference within their research or restrict specific things that they can do and all of these things. So they are concerned about that. Now, if scientists are concerned, what will happen with the businesses? How will they control the businesses? If they're controlling the businesses, how will they control the rest of the people within the country? And how will they control the government itself of the of the company? And that is basically what is happening with the whole law. So I would really like to hear what you have to say about it. So send me your voice notes on Instagram. Send me questions and I will answer your questions. And yeah, let's keep speaking about what is happening with the new national security law that will be put in place in Hong Kong. Like I said, this is Active Ephemeral Radio has never been better. Live right here on Active FM, we bring to you the Active Worship Inception album. The joy of the Lord is my strength. I rejoice that your word unfading. on Spotify and Apple iTunes. If you're interested in downloading the album, well, contact us for more info. So we basically went and we spoke about the fact that the Chinese government or the Chinese parliament is bringing in a plan to bypass Hong Kong's local legislature and enact a national security law in the city that will criminalize subversion and the list goes on and all of these things but there is uncertainty on whether or on what exactly falls under these categories and stuff like that it's quite an interesting topic and it's something that i'm definitely going to continue reading about and i would encourage you to also read about and whatever questions just ask me and i will answer the questions and you can catch us on our different social media pages we're on instagram at activefm777 we're on facebook forward slash activefm we're on twitter at activefm and if you want to catch our amazing shows you can catch us on www.activefm.co.za we are on uh, google podcasts and apple podcasts and we also on spotify yes we also on spotify and if you want to watch us live you can catch us every monday on facebook live at 9 a.m gmt plus 2 or south african time so it's 30 minutes of fun of awesomeness and you can also catch us on youtube just search for active fm and you'll catch amazing amazing shows right there like i said i'm your girl cynthia this is the new show get downloading get commenting let us know what your thoughts are send us voice notes send us shout outs and we will put your shout out within the show and keep in communication with us because we would really really love to hear from you like i said i'm your girl cynthia but you can call me gigs right here on the new show on active fm where radio has never been better active fm radio has never been better